Hey there, welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. I appreciate you tuning in for this uh, next installment of a podcast in which we're going through the New City Catechism. The New City Catechism is a, a helpful resource. It's a, it's a catechism, of course, 52 questions and answers with scripture. Um, and uh, the New City Catechism, it's a modern catechism, but it's really helpful. I think it, it covers... In, in a shorter period of time than some of the some of the older catechisms, which are really good as well, but in a shorter period of time covers a broad range of orthodox Christian doctrines. And if there's uh, one thing that that Christians need in the day and age in which we live, where deception lies abound, we need to be grounded in truth. So we're going through this, and uh, in this episode, we are uh, going to look at question forty six. Question 46 asks this, what is the Lord's Supper? The answer, Christ commanded all Christians to eat bread and to drink from the cup in thankful remembrance of him and his death. The Lord's Supper is a celebration of the presence of God in our midst, bringing us into communion with God and with one another, feeding and nourishing our souls. It also anticipates the day when we eat and drink with Christ in his Father's kingdom. So this is a long answer, but I I, I so appreciate the exhaustiveness of this answer because the Lord's Supper is a precious and glorious uh, reality. It's a precious and glorious ordinance. It's a precious and glorious ceremony that we partake of. The first part says uh, it's to be the the bread and, and, and we're to eat the bread and drink the cup in thankful remembrance. And that's such a, such an important uh, element. Jesus said, uh, eat this bread in remembrance of me, drink this cup in remembrance of me, but it's but it's in thankful remembrance, right? We're remembering what Christ accomplished in, uh, in giving up his body to be hung on a tree, in, uh, in giving up his life, have his blood poured out for the forgiveness of our sins and for all the blessings that come to us in and through Christ and his atoning work. Next, the, the answer says that the Lord's Supper is a celebration of God's presence. Uh, Jesus said, I will be with you always to the end of the age. He gave this promise at, at the very end of his earthly ministry. After he ra- was raised from the dead, he gathered his disciples. He gave them gr- the Great Commission. He said, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. But think about what the Lord's Supper is. This is uh, one of the ordinances Christ gave. He, he, want, he wants his people to do this to the very end of the age until he returns. And what is the Lord's Supper? It's, a, it's an ordinance reenacting an, an intimate meal that Jesus had with his disciples. And uh, I mean, it's very, very clear. Jesus wants us, when we come to the Lord's table or when we come and, and participate in the Lord's Supper, we're coming to the Lord's table. We're coming to the table where Jesus, our Lord, is there with us. Um, And uh, he's there with us spiritually through the Holy Spirit. And we meet with him. We meet with him at the Lord's table. So it's a celebration of God's presence. But the Lord's Supper is also something, it's it's an ordinance that, that brings us into communion with God and with one another. Maybe that's the part that's missing. It brings us into communion with God, right? We commune with God at the Lord's table but we also commune with one another. It brings us into communion with the saints. And this, I think, is often missing in the Lord's Supper. 
The Lord's Supper is often seen as this private thing, me and God. I close my eyes. I turn inward. I think about what Jesus has done for me. I confess my sins. No, you know, As far as I'm concerned, nobody else is around me. But I, I think there's something wrong about that. We're, this brings us into communion, communion with one another. Jesus was at a table. It was probably a round or oval or rectangle kind of table with his disciples. They were sitting across the table from one another. They were breaking the same loaf of bread and passing it around. They were passing the cup around and drinking from the same cup. And so, so we partake of the same, the same spiritual nourishment, which is Christ, right? His body, his blood, the bread, which represents his body, the the cup, which represents his blood. We commune with one another in the Lord's Supper. And uh, the Lord's Supper, of course, is something that's nourishing for our souls. Uh, Why the bread and cup? I mean, think about this. Why the bread and cup? Why not just just, uh, have a meditate, a time of meditation where we meditate on what Christ has done for us in his body and by the shedding of his blood? Why the bread and cup? Well, these are signs to be taken by faith for the nourishing of our faith, renewing our confidence in the, uh, the efficacy, the effectiveness of the once-for-all sacrifice. So we, we eat the bread, and uh, as we eat the bread, we are, we are taking it by faith and nourishing our souls by faith in what Christ has done for us. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. We take the cup, we drink juice. Some traditions drink wine. We drink juice and it goes down into our mouth and down our throats, our esophagus into our stomachs. And we take it by faith um, in the blood of Christ, the once for all sacrifice, the, the, the once for all shedding of his blood for the remission of our sins and the new covenant blessings that come to us. So it's a, ultimately a nourishing, it's a, it's a nourishing ceremony. And uh, finally, uh, we take the Lord's Supper in anticipation. We, we look forward in hope. Uh, Paul says that we are to celebrate this supper as a memorial, a, a remembrance supper, until the Lord comes, until he comes. It is in anticipation. And Jesus actually said the words in Matthew 26. He said, I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So we look forward in the Lord's Supper in glorious anticipation to the time when we will be with our Lord again, face to face, and we will eat and drink, and he will drink of the fruit of the vine with us in the Father's kingdom. This is called in Revelation, the marriage supper of the Lamb. And this ought to be the great anticipatory hope of every Christian. The bridegroom is going to come for his bride. He's going to bring her to himself, and we are going to eat and drink with him in his Father's kingdom forever. So what is the Lord's Supper? The answer, Christ commanded all Christians to eat bread and to drink from the cup in thankful remembrance of him and his death. The Lord's Supper is a celebration of the presence of God in our midst, bringing us into communion with God and with one another, feeding and nourishing our souls. It also anticipates the day when we will eat and drink with Christ in his Father's kingdom.
Now, the scripture that goes with question and answer 46 is 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26. This is the Apostle Paul, and here's what he said. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Well, until next time, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. 